Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 11 NFL. How you doing, boys? Ready to win some more money this week? Well, oh, yeah. More than last week. I sure am. Man, <laughs> last week was tough. Showdown. Oh, no, I had all, my, my picks were pretty dead on last week, except for uh, some quarterback blunders. Um, yeah. I, uh, I was pretty heavy on that Seahawks-Packers game, so that didn't oh. pan out very well. Yeah, those are the losing lineups. Um, yeah. But, hey, that, that's going to happen. we got to take our shots, and hopefully a game goes off. And we're cool. going to do the same this week, and some are going to hit, some aren't going to hit, and Not- we got to create the perfect lineup. Nothing's worse, too, though, when you're, like, cashing already, and you're like, cool, I still got Rodgers, Adams, DK, like a huge <laughs> afternoon stack to come over the top, and you're just watching nothing happen for three hours. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to take a nap now. Yeah, this is what is happening? <laughs> yeah, when you have like so many player minutes remaining and you're slipping, it's not a good thing. No. So eh, you win some, yeah. you lose some. Well, yeah, Tom Brady lost to Taylor Heineke. I mean, we weren't expecting that one either, right? I mean, the NFL is a trip this season. Um, hopefully things start to stabilize a little more here as we uh, – these teams, we know their exact identities and their intentions going forward. So, well, there's always variance, right? There's always weeks where, and we talk about it. Like, there's always weeks when you know a big team gets upset and a, you know uh, weird stuff happens. Like that's some of the beauty of the league. So, yeah, and we got to play off of those games um, this week. You know, there's going to be a lot of bounce back games. I think this week, and uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of contrarian picks that we like and popular picks that we don't like because of performances last week. So let's get it started with our stacks. So we'll let's go, go with our uh, quarterbacks. Let's start up high. Um, let's try to stay above 7K here. Um, I'm going to lead off with Vinny, our quarterback guru. Ooh, yeah, I've only got six tonight. So feeling pretty good Vinny, on the list. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> six out he, of the seven options. <laughs> he uh, he finally looked like he returned back to normal last week. And so, I, you know, I never really faded him, but I'm, I'm – Loving this Cowboys and Chiefs game. So Mahomes for me, um, him and Dak to me are kind of a toss up. So I'll let someone take Dak if they want. But Mahomes for me, uh, I like a little bit more just because the stack is a lot easier to correlate as far as who's going to primarily get the points, you think, right? Kelsey, Tyreek, uh, I love it that they're at home here. Um, and they got some juice flowing. Raiders are slipping a little. Chargers are slipping. Like I think they smell blood in the water here and i think this is going to be a huge game for mr mahomes um i'm going to go with a counterpoint on that one the raiders last week so after you know seeing all 22s and hearing people talk about what they did and gus bradley on defense apparently the whole nfl this year has figured out how to stop patrick mahomes and the raiders didn't change their defense last week the typical raiders thing to do go you know what what we're doing works and we're gonna win and they ran their My typical God. defense, and Mahomes was Mahomes. So Dallas's defense is really good, and I think they're actually going to play a defense that is going to stop Patrick Mahomes this week. I do love Dak Prescott. That's who I was going to go to next. Yeah. But everyone's Here's- jumping on Mahomes because of what he did last week. But the reality is the Raiders played the wrong defense. Their pass rush meant nothing because they ran the wrong defense, and Mahomes is getting the ball out early. I don't think that's going to be the case this week. Yeah. Here's so. the only counter to it is I think where Dallas's defense is quote unquote good. I think they take a lot of chances, which is why they get big plays, turnovers, things like yes. that. But they are very, very susceptible to big plays. Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm not expecting Mahomes to be perfect. Right. But I don't care if he throws two picks, right. Or a few fumbles, like 
if he can hit Tyreek on a few big plays and, you know, Kelsey's moving the chains consistently, like it's, that's enough. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think this game script is, is perfect for this. So yeah, yeah. he's going to be, he's going to be the highest owned um, on the slate this week at quarterback. He's at 15% as of right now, people are really flocking towards him just like you are. Uh, I'm not going to fade him at all. Yeah, but I am going to chop it up to the Raiders just being the Raiders. And that's why Mahomes made his uh, comeback week last week. Very fair. Um, I, yeah, I'm with you. But so you said you're going Dak, which I do yeah. like as well. But I love Dak. Casey's defense is not good. And again, same exact reason. The Raiders, I don't know what the hell is going on in their offense, right? They don't have rugs. They're, they're atrocious. They don't know who they are. They have no offensive line. Dallas has a lot of talent on that offense, and they're mm-hmm. going to put it on the Chiefs this week. Um, yeah, I, I love this game. The whole, yeah, Dak, sides. you know, in his second game back from his injury or third game, right? Um, you know, he's starting to look back to normal, and they're going to start airing it out more. He's going to start tossing it up more. I love the stacks with C.D. Lamb. Amari Cooper, I guess I got to throw him in there in some. I'm not a big fan of doing it. Um, I love Dalton Schultz. Um, even Michael Gallup. There's a lot of options we can go with in this uh, on the Cowboys side here as well. No doubt. Yep. Jim, any stacks up higher? Do you want to comment on that? No. So, yeah, I mean, I I mean, I I like both of those. I would prefer Mahomes because I think uh, Dallas is probably going to try and run the ball a little bit more. I think that um, they have shown that that's really the way to control Mahomes and keep Mahomes off the field. So I think that they're going to make a pretty good concerted effort to try and run the ball. I like the Mahomes side of the stack a little bit more. And I like the runbacks of guys like Zeke. I think Michael Gallup's a good play this week. Um, he's still way too cheap, I think. Um, Schultz is another good one, but then you're going to have to decide either you're going to play two tight ends or you're going to play Kelsey. Um, so obviously, you know, I, I love that game. Um, a guy who kind of got back on track, um, and you don't have to stack a whole bunch of people with him, who I love is Josh Allen. Um, I love the runbacks options with with uh, Indianapolis. They're playing at Indianapolis. Um, no, so they're in, in, in Buffalo. Are they in Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, um, Josh Allen, you know, he, he just him and Diggs. I don't really need to add anybody else up with him. Uh, that connection's kind of back. Um, I did play some with uh, some triple stacks with Gabe Davis last week who – kind of came back on, which was nice. I don't expect that every week. That was probably our one Gabe Davis week of the year. Um, <laughs> but the other side of that game has some nice run back options too. We've still got Pittman who apparently people just, you know, he's just still not expensive enough. Um, and then um, I think Naeem Hines is going to be a good one this week. Um, outdoors, uh, if it's a little bit colder, they're probably going to not try and push the ball too far. Um, I think they'll probably get Hines a little bit more involved in the game this week. Um, he's probably the only guy I'm playing in the Buffalo stacks. But that's if I'm going up top, I think everyone's going to go to that KC and Dallas game. And I think it's fine, right? But it's going to create, you know, a 2 to 3% Josh Allen who yeah. could easily score in the 40s, right? He hasn't had any rushing touchdowns lately. Been kind of quiet on that end. He's going to regress back to the mean of his normal rushing. So I think it's a nice play that everyone's just going to kind of look past it to to other guys, and 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 it's I'm just going to be all over it again. 
Yeah. The only other guy that I'm going to mention way up top that I have a little bit of interest in, uh, it's not Josh Allen, but if he's back and ready to rock and roll, I will play some Kyler Murray. I think Seattle's defense is yeah. just incredibly overrated. Hopefully Kyler – I mean, I don't think they're going to run him out there if he's not healthy, right? They still have a pretty substantial, like, lead and uh, in, in feeling good about themselves in terms of the playoff race and everything. But it's a big game, divisional game. They need this one. Uh, if if he plays, he's got that same upside, right? So 100%. Like, I think that's a pretty good call because they've, they've lost two in a row now. They can't lose a division game here and or else it starts going back the other way, right? Um, the Niners really helped them help them out by beating uh, by time. beating the Rams, but still, like they they need to win this game. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I agree with you, Vinny. If he's active, I I, I think you got to play him in at least the lineup. And who knows if Hopkins is going to be back? It doesn't look like he's going to be. Yeah, um, but that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you can play guys like Kirk. I think you guys can play like Kirk and. And maybe an AJ Green or like a Kirk and like a uh, Zach Ertz or something. Yeah, like I was gonna that. say Ertz as well. But yeah. I, to your point earlier, what you were saying about Josh Allen, I think he's just another guy with very similar high upside that is gonna be off that chalk of that Cowboys 100%. and Chiefs game. So yeah, that's pretty much where I got up top. All right, so moving down into the six K range, stand up high though. Um, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I mean. He's got the matchup of the week going against the Houston Texans, the team that's not even an NFL football team. <laughs> the Titans don't have Derrick Henry, and I know they're still trying to pound the ball, but Tannehill is more of a focal point of that offense, especially around the goal line. They're going to do more bootlegs, get him out of the pocket. You know, a lot of Tannehill plays. I like the stack options as well um, with A.J. Brown. Julio has been hurt. I mean, he really hasn't even been that big of a focal point in the offense, even when he's healthy. So I really like the Tannehill, AJ Brown um, connection Who, there. Julio may be an all-time fade going forward for me, dude. Like he I, just doesn't seem to be a part of the offense. Vrabel had problems with him when the season started. I don't know. It just hasn't clicked since he's gotten there. He's had a few injuries, but AJ Brown's still AJ Brown. Yeah, he's still an animal. And yeah. Tannehill against the Texans. I mean. A.J. Brown against the Texans, I mean, he can have a monster day. This could be a monster thing that gets overlooked because people look at Tennessee and they look at this game and just gonna kind of go, ugh. They yeah. want no part of it. So Tannehill, I think, is going to go a little overlooked, but I really like him this week. I haven't played him all year. So this is the week. So this is Love a it. Tannehill week for you, huh, Joe? I think so. I, I, I think so. I, well, you, need to, you, got your clear, you got your clear-cut bring back, right? Like, you know who you're doing it with. That's yeah. Cooks yep. if you're doing it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, if, if we're going down in the mid there, uh, I'm going back to my guy, Joey B. Uh, off the bye. People forget about him. He, it's just it's just such an easy thing to do to stack him and Mixon and Chase or him and Chase and Higgins. Or if you want to get really weird because the Raiders can't cover tight ends for shit. Um, him, Chase, and Uzama. Right? Absolutely. Jonathan Abram uh, covering tight ends, man. I mean, I, <laughs> how do you not target that? It's just the absolute worst. And look, Uzama is not a guy that I get really excited to play. But, I, I mean, for the last few years now, it's just been just play tight ends against the Raiders. And if you're going to get a cheap tight end that happens to fit into my stacks that I'm trying to do, it, it, it's just an easy play for me, right? I love the narrative of a guy coming off a bye. Um, 
people just kind of forget about him. They forget about, you know, his explosiveness. Um, and the Raiders were kind of like what you said, Joey, that the coaching is just not great and they're just not adjusting the players, right? They're kind of reeling right now. I don't know if, you know. So I think the Raiders on defense this week, like they're going to get a lot of pass rush on Joe Burrow. That That's what they do. The Bengals like to throw it downfield. So this does fit what the Raiders wants to go against. But Joey B is a tough motherfucker, and he seems to actually get better as he gets hit through games. So I actually like him more under pressure, and he has to make plays and be the guy that he is. So the Raiders are going to get their pressure. They're one of the top teams in the league in pressure. Uh, Mahomes just happened to be throwing the ball in two seconds last week every play. Um, But I do like Joe Burrow. He's going to put up his numbers. He might get sacked a few times, but he's definitely going 300-plus. The Raiders' secondary is beat up. Yeah, and I love that game or that stack just simply for, like we were talking about the Cowboys, you can get weird even if they're popular, right? Like, we always talk about the, the rank. Like, you can go Burrow, Mixon, Tyler Boyd. Like, you could go so many different directions and, and get a piece of it in different angles. Like, I I, I really like the Bengals as well. I think it's an awesome I just, I just don't know how popular Bengals are going to be this week. I know. It's I mean, crazy. Every, everyone wants to go play this Dallas and KC game. And look, like, I really want to play that game too. But, you know, there's – there's, there's a ton of other games on the slate that we, we kind of can't ignore. You know, there's 11 other games that yeah. people are going to be scoring in. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fine to get exposure to that game, but you know, I, I just burrow, I think he's just way too cheap for the type of upside that you can have with him. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, mean, it, it's I think so as well. He's got the, he's got one of the highest A dots in the league. He throws it downfield with the highest uh, adjusted completion percentage, right? All the numbers that are supposed to go against each other, they're not for him. Correct. He is highly efficient throwing it downfield, especially to Chase. Um, and like I said, the Raiders' corners are beat up. Yeah, and and they, they again they they're like the the worst version of the Cowboys, right? They guess. And they, they, they have these busted coverages where guys are just, like, running wide open, mm-hmm. right? And they'll guess, and Abrams is, is one of those over the middle of the field. That's where Chase runs a lot of his routes and does a lot of his damage. So, yeah, I mean, sign me up in the mid-range for, uh, for a little uh, yeah. Joey B action. And a guy that we cannot ignore right there is Kirk Cousins. That was my guy. Sorry, man. I mean, we both talk about it, but – 18 touchdowns, two interceptions, 2,400 yards. This guy's having a career season. He's getting the job done. The Packers' defense, again, doesn't scare me. I think Seattle was just – I don't know what the hell was going on last week in that game. But I think that's going to turn people off of Minnesota, thinking the Packers are this juggernaut. And Kirk Cousins is over here having himself an MVP-type season, especially for himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That I mean that that was one of my last stacks, right? It's just it's got very clear options as where that offense goes with Cook, Thielen, and Jefferson. He's cheap. It's got a very obvious bring back, obviously, with Adams. Um, I also think you're gonna we'll talk about when we get to running backs, but the heavy chalk is gonna be coming from AJ Dillon, right? So mm-hmm. you can pivot off of that yep, and get leverage time. there. Um, the only other guy that I'll mention, well. There's two guys that I'm, I'm going to take some random flyers on down here. Is uh, Russ is just too cheap at 6,500, right? Like he's a guy. If they want any hopes of their season to be salvaged, like this is a must-win game for them. Yeah. Um, well, so, and, and, and speaking on that, especially even with the Kirk Cousins or if you guys want to go Rogers, anything, I love 
interdivision games where especially the two teams are still fighting for something. Yeah. Yeah. These games are going to be close. They're going to go all the way to the wire, all the way to the end. Teams are going to be throwing it, getting us all those fourth quarter points. You know, these blowout games are usually in non-conference games or non-division games. Yeah. Right. These interdivision games, they know each other, they play each other well, and the offense is usually lighted up pretty good. So, yep. so yeah, as much as I hate Russ, uh, he, I mean, the price is just way too cheap. And then the only other guy that I am going to take a few flyers on this week is he always beats bad teams and big and he shows out and that's Tua. Like <laughs> the Jets are so bad and they are facing <laughs> Joe Flacco this week. Trust me, I don't love it. But at 5,500, that opens yeah. a lot of doors for you, man. Yeah. I mean, but, you've seen, like, I looked up, like, yeah. he, he plays average versus good teams. But, I mean, against Atlanta and Jacksonville, he was 25, 28 points. Yeah. You know, this yeah. year in DraftKings. But like, I, know, I know you guys are jaded against him. <laughs> but Jimmy G against Jacksonville, stack him up with Debo and Kittle. I mean, ever since Debo has been playing, I mean, he's been playing the whole time, but ever since Kittle's come back, the offense seems to have changed a little bit. And Jimmy G also has some of the highest ADOT in the league. He throws it downfield more than anyone. It's kind of it's kind of nuts. I know you don't want to believe in it, but – and they're going against the Jaguars. I'm not opposed to it if Eli Mitchell misses. I think I, I think fair. no matter what, I think Debo is on a mission this year. I think the team is. is on a mission to get Debo the ball. Um, yeah, and again, I think the offense is starting to just come together with Kittle in there. So, but this, but I'm just going to warn everybody, being a Niners fan, this is like the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. He shows out in a big game prime time, and then this next week, like the Niners are absolutely on upset watch this week. I'm well, saying it right but, now. Like, so I, I like the play, Joey. Um, I, I think that the biggest risk that is that, you know, the, the Niners still have that goal line package in for Lance, right? And mm-hmm. I think that on the road, if Eli Mitchell's banged up, they might bring that in. And, you know, Jimmy's going to have to do his damage from outside the red zone a lot. So I think, I think there's safer ways to go if you're going to go down there. Um, I just don't know what to expect out of the Niners right now. I, I, it's just it's no, for so sure. hard it's to a toss up. It's a it's a total GPP play, right? Yeah. Like if it goes, yeah. you're trying to take down the tournament. But it's 100%. very weird. Like it don't be misled by last week. They just for whatever reason have the Rams number. Like, no, yeah, and I'm not I'm not basing this off last week. I'm basing this off of Debo's entire season. No, as a Debo's whole. amazing. I, I just and Kittle in there. Ayuk starting to at least get some targets, right? Because he's getting so much single coverage because of Debo. I could um, just see this game being like seven to six at halftime. And <laughs> yeah, like it's just a bad football game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I just I'm mentally preparing myself for that. So I'm with you. That's a <laughs> that's a dart sh- uh, throw for sure. It's an absolute dart throw, yeah. But I don't mind it. But so. um, we'll get it to receivers, but yeah, Debo. I mean, how do you not play Debo right now? <sighs> I mean, he's statistically one of the best receivers in the league. Like I mean, he's, he's, he's on pace to be Jerry Rice's single season receiving record. I he's mean, fine. Well, I'll tell you right now, he's not going to do that because, like, he's just not going to stay healthy the whole year. He's going to miss a game or two down the stretch here. He's already got that problem with the shin. I know, he's I know. But I'm just saying, week. the fact that he's on pace is just. I mean, it's uh, wild. Right? Ten I mean, weeks it's, is incredible. 
it's it's pretty wild. The offense that looks pretty anemic. What um, was encouraging I, is that they were like using him in the backfield in a bunch of different ways, which was cool. Like finally yes. Kyle did it, you know. But yeah, but right. like the the only issue with that is that like I said, like he he's a guy that you know has yet to make it through a full season 100% healthy. So mm-hmm. you know I. I, it, th- there's no point in the Niners losing because we don't have a first round pick next year. So like <laughs> you could just try and win as much as you want to, but I just, he's, he's, he's at least now priced up to the point where you're really going to have to make a decision because it's 7,800. I mean, that's pretty expensive for a guy yeah. that, you know, but his play warrants it this year and he's been yeah. a stud. So, yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to running backs. If you have no more stacks you want to talk about, I've got no more stacks, but what about a one-off quarterback? Yeah, go for it. I mean, and you could stack him if you wanted to. Cam Newton <laughs> against Man. potatoes. What's he going to be owned? I just Nothing. there's one Nothing. thing I just his ownership is going up, but um, I just can't get the image out of my head of Cam just rifling balls into the goddamn floor <laughs> I, on ten-yard dig routes and curl routes, and he just throws them into the floor. Doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I, people people are all fired up on cam yelling i'm back got two touchdowns and two plays on specialty plays now he's the starter i'm sorry i'm out but again if he's that guy like the hygiene guy like uh Taysom hill sure but he's not he's gonna start this week so i'm out cam but can there, throw the football there, there's a path for him to like run two in and then yes. like mccaffrey take two screens so, so that's what i'm so that's all i'm talking yeah. about is you play newton with mccaffrey you can run it back with mclaurin and i i don't know i i really like that like it's not a massive stack right but it's a weird one that i don't think a lot of people are going to get to and because cam has that massive rushing upside i mean he he's only 5100 right we're, we're talking well. about jimmy g down mm-hmm. here i mean i think i think cam has a higher ceiling than jimmy g does this week so that's, that's i right. just wanted to bring that's him sure. up yeah what what about what about below that is it no. joe flacco week no way <laughs> no dude what why why what, why are they starting Joe Flacco? Maybe I'll use some like free crowns off DraftKings and like play a free lineup off Flacco. <laughs> just like, just like let Mike White play. Like, who cares? I know. I'm with All him. right, guys, let's let's move on let's to running backs. Okay. Jim, do you want to start up high? Uh, yeah. Um, it's pretty easy for me. Just play McCaffrey and and move on. He's yeah. still. Anytime he's going to be under nine ninety five hundred, I'm just going to play him as my top guy and just keep going on my merry way. Um, he's got he's the only running back in my opinion on the slate with forty point upside, especially against a pretty terrible potatoes team who everyone thought that their defense was great. Um, now they lose their best defensive player in Chase Young. Um, who actually is a pretty outstanding outside edge player, which is a problem. Um, which would have been a problem for McCaffrey, but now that he's out, um, Montez Sweat is not that guy on the other side. He's a pretty good rusher, but yeah, it's McCaffrey for me. It's pretty easy. All right. Yep. I mean, how do you ignore Jonathan Taylor? I mean, I know the Bills are good, and people I think are going to fade because the Bills are a good team and they got a good defense, but yep. the reality is the Colts, when Quentin Nelson – is on that offensive line, they wreck shop on that offensive line. And Jonathan Taylor is probably the best running back in the league. 
when it comes to just pure runners, not receiving and everything else, but as a pure runner, him and Derrick Henry are at the top. This game should be somewhat competitive. I'm a little bit scared the Colts are just going to get blown out, and that's the only reason I'm not playing over probably 30% Taylor. Um, I got this feeling because the Colts have only beaten really, really bad teams this year. Yep. So if Buffalo, which has been kind of skidding a little bit against bad teams, if it's a close game, I'm loving Taylor. I'm a little bit scared Buffalo is just going to take off on him and Naheem Hines gets to all the play, like Jimmy was saying earlier. But there, you can't ignore Jonathan Taylor. I bust an 80-yard touchdown every week, it seems like. I'm just really worried that, one, the Bills' defense is really good. And two, Sean McDermott's a really good coach. And I think they're going to look at this, you would think, a logical coach, which like 80% of the NFL coaches aren't. But they're just going to staff <laughs> the box and make Carson Wentz throw it 50 times. Yeah. You know, uh, and just say, if but he you can think beat us every today, team would have been so doing good. that. I mean, look at look at Taylor these last eight minutes 24, 35, 32, 22, 21, 37, 28. But dude, look who they've played. They've I know. played Jacksonville, the Jets, yeah. Yeah. the Titans, the Niners, and the and the Texans. Like not exactly murderers row there. Uh I know. we've talked about a few of those teams, even though they're bad, they do have good rush defenses. So um, but I'm again, Jonathan Taylor's that good. You can't ignore him, but yeah. there is the chance that Nahi Himes takes it because they're getting their ass beat. So I'm going to be having Taylor. I'm just not going to play over probably 30% of them. That's fair. Okay. Fair. Vinny. Right, Vinny. Um, barring that, you know, he's cleared to play, uh, I would much rather just go 7,800 and Nick Chubb. Uh, the Browns very clearly just do not want Baker Mayfield to throw the football. He's hurt, number one. And he's, he's really, bad. He's really hurt. And he's bad. And they have no receivers. No receivers. So I'll gladly take Nick Chubb versus the Lions, which, you know, when, when, what, last week was it? When they just decided not, not, not to give Najee Harris the ball the one week versus the best matchup. How weird, how weird was that? Yeah. In a, in a rainy, muddy game. So I think if Chubb is cleared to go and ready to rock, like, for me, he's going to be pretty close to a lock button because Detroit sucks. And there's one path for Cleveland to win this. I mean, not win the game, but, like, this is just prime for them to explode. So, yep. uh, Nick Chubb at 7,800. If he's cleared to go, um, I'm on him. Nice. All right, all right. Um, Are we boomeranging? Because I got another guy in a snake. Yeah, go for it. Right go there. for it. Snake it. Uh, you guys hit on the quarterback, which I love, too. But Cannonball. I, I love Joe, Joe, my boy Joe Mixon coming back this week. Yeah. Uh, dude, he's just a, he's a really good football player. And at 7,600 versus the Raiders defense, like he's going to see 25 touches, I think, in this game. Lo- 20, love, 25. Just, just like Burrow, just love the guys coming back. Good football players coming back off a of bye. It, it's just people just forget about them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, what people shouldn't ignore about Mixon, too. I know the Raiders moved to Vegas, but that's his hometown team. There's something about that with, with players, right? You grow up your team. That's your favorite team growing up. You know, you, you're playing for the first time ever. You want to show out. That's not the basis of why I'm playing him, but it's a really nice cherry on top of everything else that we like about him. I also yeah. think he's he's going to get squeezed with ownership because I think people, a lot of people will play Chubb against the absolutely terrible. Dude, nobody wants to play Mixon when he's 6,600. At 7,600, exactly. he's not going to get ownership. People don't yeah. even like playing him when he's in the high 6Ks, and that's exactly. too low for him. And if then he, people, people are like, going to want to play Zeke as part of that as part of that KC stack. So what um, do you think? Do you think Mixon's going to be like sub like 5%? 
Let's I, see what he's at I, right I now. I can't see him being over 6%. Okay. If that's the case, then maybe I'll go – I'll have probably like 80%. Except he's at, he's at 5% right now as of okay. now. Yeah, yeah I'm I mean, pretty close as lock, but as you can get it, that's the you case. know a lot of people like you. You mentioned it earlier, Vinny. Everyone wants to play AJ Dillon this week. Yeah, which, oh, and James Conner apparently. Oh, and so those those two <laughs> are like the easiest fades in the entire world for me because number one, I think AJ Dillon fucking sucks, and then <laughs> James Conner yeah. is also just like he's fine, but like I. Are, is Arizona going to go on the road and, and run the ball with James Conner, you know, 25 times? Like, I just don't think that's going to happen, right? So those guys, everyone wants to flock to, and I'll pay up a little bit because there's a lot of value at receiver this week where I'll pay a little bit more for these guys. And then I think there's some good value down the board a little bit more too. Yeah, the only thing I'll say, I mean, we might as well just loop into it, but the Vikings are one of the worst, like, rush defenses in the league. Like they're so really, they've been gashed a lot. That's fine. And right? AJ but Dillon just, is legitimately the least twitchy, least twitchiest player I think I've ever seen on an NFL football field. Yes. That's including like nose tackles. Okay, but he still went twenty-one carries for twenty-seven points last week. If he's 30 percent, he, he, he reminds me of a much worse Jerome Bettis. And Jerome <laughs> Bettis had like wiggle, right? Like I just, I don't think he's a very good football player. Yeah, like, do I? So, I, I and if he's going to be in the, like, 25 to, like, 30% own, like, that's fine. Like, I'll just go play somebody else. Like, Yeah. So are you guys off both Dylan and Connor? Yes. I'm 100% uh, yeah. fading both of those guys. I've been okay. fading Connor all year. There's no going to him now. It's Okay. That's, that's fair. He, he's all touchdown dependent, and he gets nothing else. So when that game happens where he gets nothing, um, I'm going to be really happy I faded him. Yeah, and with Kyler coming back, hopefully that's going to change that dynamic of that offense quite a bit. So he yeah, can definitely. still get some goal line touches, but I don't think he's going to be relied on like he was for sure. But no, uh, below that or around there, anybody else that you guys have your eye on? Uh, I'm going to just keep playing Michael Carter um, yeah. every week. I don't know why he's so cheap. His ownership's way up this week as well. Now, now you've got check down Flacco in there. Like, what is Flacco? I mean, what what did he, I mean? He just loves to just check the ball down, you know. Well, he he's really one of those guys. I just—he's a poor man's Big Ben. Not saying something. Exactly. And what does Big Ben do? He just dumps it <laughs> off to the running back five hundred times a game. Michael Carter, I think, is a really good player. Um, it's unfortunate that he's on the Jets, um, but at fifty-eight hundred, who's he's going to get a fair amount of volume? I think that that game is going to be a lot higher scoring than people think it is. Um, yeah. So he's. We Tell mentioned me, dude, it earlier. Tua. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna play Tua, that's a nice run back with the Tua, mm-hmm. um, with the Tua play as well. Um, yeah, I think Michael Carter is is gonna be my guy down there. All right, Joe. Anybody? It's gonna be Eli Mitchell for the same reason I was saying earlier, not to play Jimmy G if he plays. Um, he's their bell cow. You guys have said this week to week. He's going yep. against Jacksonville. He's got a finger injury. He's going to be fine. Like, they're just giving him rest so he doesn't aggravate it anymore. Well, he had surgery on it. So they put a pen in. And they, they, they're thinking they, like, they may sit him for a week just to, like, let. So if he, if he, plays, he plays, obviously he's ready to yeah. go and he's yeah, going to play. I, I'm, I'm with Joe. If he plays, I'm playing him. Yeah, sure. a finger injury doesn't scare me at all. If he right? does not, don't be afraid to go to Jeff Wilson because oh, no. they yeah. love him. 
And don't don't go to Trey Sermon because apparently <laughs> Kyle Shanahan thinks that he just can't play football, even though totally. Kyle Shanahan <laughs> traded up in the draft to go draft him, which I'm really confused why he did that. Yes. Um, but it's Jeff Wilson, absolutely, Vinny. If he misses, it's – I mean, I might be – if Eli Mitchell's out, I might be 100% Jeff Wilson in my lineups because at like 5,100 – I mean, the volume that he's getting is just going to be ridiculous. Totally. Um, There's another guy down here. I'll let you guys go. And then if you don't hit him, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on him. Well, the only other guy that I had in my list, uh, God, I hate saying this guy's name, but it's David <laughs> Montgomery. Oh, um, there you go. Oh, you got it. Okay. That was, uh, that was my guy down here. Well, why don't you go ahead and take it? Cause I have like an indifferent take. I just think he's kind of going to get the volume at that price point that I like and, Baltimore doesn't scare me, but go ahead if you have anything else. I mean, they're going to protect fields. They're going to try and keep Lamar off the field. And they've shown already this year that when Montgomery's healthy, he's just going to get all of the volume, right? Yeah. Now, they're not a very good football team, so he could only get you know 13 to 14 points. But at 5,500, that, that's okay. Yeah. But he's got legitimate 28 to 30-point upside, you know, if he just gets in the end zone once or twice, mm -hmm. he catches the ball out of the backfield fields is kind of coming along as a quarterback. So like if Mitchell plays and Montgomery is absolutely going to play, you've got two bell cow running backs under $6,000 that you can play against. Not very good. De Baltimore's defense is not very good. No. Right. We, we've seen that yeah. already. And then Eli Mitchell against Jacksonville, like you can easily play those two guys and basically play anybody else that you wanted to on the slate. Yeah. And I mean, the other guy, like, we're going to have to wait and see till tomorrow when it comes out. But if Alvin Kamara doesn't practice and he's out again, like, I know he's not very good and he's a shell of what he once was, but Mark Ingram's going to get 15, 20 touches at 5,400. Again, to your volume play at that price point against a really bad Eagles defense. Like, it's just hard to ignore these guys and good sports. For, for, for me, I haven't played Mark Ingram in maybe four years. Yeah, that's um, fine. Just like Joey said, I'm I'm personally just not going to start playing him now. Totally, totally fair. But if he's going to take on the Camara role, I mean, I played him last week in 21 points. Like it was like, okay, that was a free square. Now, granted, he was 4,500 last week. Yes, he's up higher. So I'm just throwing his name out there. Is the Eagles? It's fine. I, like, I'm just not doing it this week. Yeah, or ever. But. I'll throw I'll throw out a name out there for you guys really cheap this week that I think he has potential to get a touchdown or two, and it's Adrian Peterson at forty eight hundred. Whoa! I know okay. he you know ten carries, eight carries has not been doing much at all. But again, this is the Texans we're talking about in a game where I can see them just giving AP the ball on the goal line and him getting touchdowns. I again I love the Tannehill side of this and the throwing side of everything, but if they start getting up in points, they're gonna ride AP. Right, he's he's a rental. Right, he's in the end of his career. They're gonna ride him and put those miles on him, and especially in these situations. So, at forty eight hundred, if AP gives me fifteen carries and hopefully sneaks a touchdown in, he's getting value and then some. So, right. AP is not a guy that I want to forget about this week. I like it, my cheap dude. All right, that covers me for. I'm not going any deeper than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, please God, no. Receivers, right. Let's dude. I have some receivers here. I'm pretty unique here. Like all my receivers do, are pretty much like stack worthy guys. Like I'm, I'm trying to be more concentrated with that as far as not picking off a bunch of randos. But 
I mean, I, I'm yeah. personally not playing any Tannehill this week, so AJ Brown is going to be my okay. my main target for for one offs. Um, I think him him McLaurin and DK are are my three like up top. That yeah, DK is my favorite up top one off guy this yeah. week to make a comeback after he screwed us last week. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd probably I I mean. I know this isn't like a revolutionary take, but I'll go right back to Devontae <laughs> Adams at 8,400. Yeah, I'm not playing Rodgers. Sure. Uh, like, so I'm not playing Dylan, but I do like the Vikings stack. And I mean, the, very much so has 40 point upside, Devont, you know. So that's part of the reason why I like some of these lower end quarterbacks. Cause if you can get CMT and Adams in a lineup with, you know, a Bengals or, or something else, I think it's a good play. Yeah, I like that. Middle, anyone like anybody stand out like mid tier that you guys are kind of like, dude, this is my guy. Yeah, so I mean, not, not that excited, but I mean, a <laughs> mid tier guy would be Corey Davis at 5K. Flacco, I know he dumps the ball off a lot, but he's also the guy that throws it deep randomly. He does have a nice deep ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, randomly. That's he, and, again, this is the this is the Dolphins we're talking about. Corey Davis has been really solid this year when he's been playing. Um, so Corey Davis at 5k, I think he can go sneaky as well. He's been hurt. You know, I think people forgot about him. So he could be a sub 1% type receiver that gets a lot of, um, especially red zone targets in a game you guys already talked about can go really high scoring. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to continue to play Brandon cooks every single week and like yeah. 40 to 50% of my lineups, I just keep working. So I'm just not going to stop doing it. Um, Hunter Renfro is going to be oh, a main yeah. run back for me. The, the, the Raiders are just in absolute shambles <laughs> when it comes to their wide receiving <laughs> core after losing rugs. Um, so in the mid range, I like him quite a bit. Um, I've got some other guys as we go down further. So let me ask you guys as Niner fans, how scared are you this week of Jamal Agnew? <laughs> Hold on, before we get to Agnew, the only yeah, other guy that I'm going to mention, I guess he's there yet. I guess he's technically part of my stack, but Jalen Waddle with Tua back, like I, I'm yeah, that's part of the Tua week, stack. So. That's why. But, but just make sure you keep hitting on the Miami piece there. But mm-hmm. all right, keep going. All right, give us your Jamal Agnew, Michael Irvin comparison. Let's go. <laughs> Not Michael Irvin, <laughs> but dude, tell me he doesn't remind you of um. Oh my God, what was the returner's name for the Chiefs back in the day? Dante Hall. This yeah, dude, he's really small, right? Yeah, he's he small tiny. and he is fast as shit. I mean, yeah, he, he got is. that. He got like an 82-yard, you know, carry. And he never that got a it. target the entire game. That he got 14 <laughs> points last week. Like, what are you doing? I thought no, he was going to Just give him the ball. Points. This guy is no, your best player on your offense. It's that's pretty obvious. He, he had five targets just with no catches last week. Just Lawrence <laughs> just hucking it over his head and throwing it into the floor because he's but, the worst quarterback in the but draft. But, dude, he, is, he has gone double digits for the last five weeks. So dude, at he's not like a flyer. I told you, though, like he, he's got that talent. It seems like they're featuring him. Again, he did a good five targets, and he can obviously turn any play into a touchdown. So I, I would play him 100 times out of 100. I'd put my next paycheck that Jamal Agnew is be- like plays better than Robbie Anderson. I still hear people oh, yeah. talk about Robbie Anderson. No, he's he's a, he caught a, touch, he's caught a, a touchdown last week out of the grave. Basically. It makes me want to puke. Like they should but, just, gotta, they, but also, you have to remember Agnew, he returns punts and kicks. Yeah. 
and he's a specialist at that. If he takes one of those back on top of anything, I mean, we're exploding. Points. Yeah, we're exploding there, right? So do, you, so, so do you go the Jamal Agnew Jaguar stack and double dip that there or what? No. no I think, no, like, no. you play, okay, like, okay. one of those Niners running backs with maybe a Debo with Agnew, possibly. Yeah. Like if in your I mean, Debo I, stack, you throw Agnew in there as but well. But we're talking about one-offs. Like, you can easily play him just – Oh, like Agnew's a total one-off so. cheap guy, right, that you throw in the mid well, 4 range. He, he's a guy that – inside of another stack you can play him and like eli mitchell in mm-hmm. the same lineup and have a mini correlation there totally right so like yeah i'm, I'm all about him um i'm actually gonna play a fair amount of iuk i think this week because i just i don't know i have this weird feeling that debo is gonna hit that shin or something again and then he's gonna be out well he's very and much then, involved in the offense now so yeah he's he's much more involved at five thousand dollars a little little pricey which i i don't like but I mean, Agnew is going to be my guy down here. I've, Crowder, you can't ignore the same kind of thing why I like Michael Carter. If I like Michael Carter, I have to like Jameson Crowder. Flacco, not going to throw a deep a ton, 4,700. I like I, just, I, I like the Davis call, but, you know, if we're going to stack that game, he's a guy that I can play on the other side, right? Yeah, and – one guy that I'm just going to continue to play because he's very much receiver two in that offense now is Rashad Bateman at 4,500. I mean, yeah. he's getting eight to eight plus targets a game, 10, 15. Points. It doesn't, it doesn't bother you that Lamar has diarrhea again. Nah, that's fine. Lamar. It only helps. Okay. It only helps diarrhea weeks are his best weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, be efficient, dude. Another receiver I'm going to go with as a one-off is a guy I was on last week that you guys just couldn't, just couldn't bear me talking about was Traquan Smith. Oh, yeah. Four catches, 44 with a touchdown last week on seven targets. And those three targets that weren't catches were all red zone thrown to him that Trevor Simeon threw slightly bad passes that took him out of the end zone. So Traquan Smith is their only guy. Marquez Callaway is going to get a catch every now and again, but Traquan yeah, Smith's really right. it. And Philly, come on, guys, it's Philly. It's just a plug your nose and play him kind of thing. I yeah, mean, he's, yeah, 4,400. number one. Number one receiver at forty four hundred dollars. Like, yeah. He got me three X last week, right? Same with Agnew. So both my cheap guys hit with touchdowns in the first quarter of like both games. Um, yeah. I actually cashed in most of my lineups this this past week because of those kind of players, you, you know. So guys. I'm gonna go back to Traquan Smith and Jamal Agnew. They just got too much upside for how cheap they are. All right, Jim. I- I've got one deeper guy to threes. Let's dumpster oh, 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 Who right. you got? I'll let you start. All right. As the bring back of one of our favorite stacks, if he can just remember which direction to run after he catches the ball, <laughs> yes. I, yes. I am on the jacks. Yes. So am I. I, I. He's just one catch away from busting. He, like he looks good in that uniform too, doesn't he? It looks natural. <laughs> well, he, he looked good until he was – Doing 360s out Yeah, I don't know what was going on. He just forgot how to play football for a second. It's been Uh, a while. But that's okay. (laughs) Whatever. Like, they have no one else. So it's like, like, what are they going to do? Bench him? Uh, So No, they're not going to bench him. I well, love they have no one else to go over the top. His only competition is Zay Jones, and that's Correct. not competition. So, and that's all he they're going to ask him to do is just yeah. come in, run nine routes, hope he can pop one, maybe two, and well worth the money. So, and, and it's pretty true. obvious that teams are clamping down on Darren Waller this year. I mean, he yes. really isn't doing anything. I mean, I mean right? why would you, right? Like, 
it's so, working. Like the, uh, the offense is sputtering. Well, why do you think? Well, why do you think Ruggs was getting these all these deep balls, right, and yeah. having these bigger games? It was because these safeties were coming down on Waller, and this past week, you know, they didn't have anything to worry about. So I love the DJ's call this week. Yeah. Um, Anyone else? Any I other mean, gross dumpster plays down here? Yeah, I'm gonna go back to in my Viking stack to KJ Osborne this week. Um, I think that they're gonna have a lot of out that uh, what call it. Um, I think that they're going to probably try and take away Thielen a little bit. Um, I think Osborne has got, you know, 3,400. We, we don't need a ton out of him, right? Need, you know, six to eight points. And then if he gets 10 to 12, then, I mean, we're really cooking at that point. Um, another guy that we kind of went past a little bit at 4,000, I think who's going to have a pretty big week in that game that everyone likes that, you know, he had a couple of drops in the Raiders game and people were like, wow, oh, is Nicole Hardman at $4,000. Um, I'm I'm just tired of waiting for him to come. Like, I mean, he is what he he is what he is. Yeah. I mean, they, but the thing is, is they have specific plays for him in the playbook down around the goal line with those little push pass sweeps stuff like that, yeah. where like they're actively giving him the ball. So like at four thousand dollars, like I, I don't need him to get thirty points for me. I just need like eight to ten, and we'll be okay. Yep, right? I hear you. All right, but that's it. Are you ready to go on the tight ends? Let's do it. All right, so what are we doing? Tight ends, not part of stacks, obviously. Kelsey. I mean, you can – yeah, I mean, yeah. those are the obvious we, ones. We know who to yeah. kind of avoid there. Um, is there anyone you guys are looking at? Probably in that 4K range that we haven't talked about yet or mentioned in a stack? Well, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not going to play a whole lot of Jimmy G stacks, um, so I'm going to be playing a fair amount of Kittle um, as the payup. Right. I don't think a lot of people are going to be able to pay up for him. But if we play some of those other cheaper stacks like we were talking about, I think he fits in very nicely. Um, I don't know why people just didn't – everyone was down on him. Even in showdown last week, no, like he was so low-owned. Like I, I don't really get it. So yeah. for up top, you know, if you're not going to play Kelsey, or I think this is a cool week where you could play Kittle and Kelsey and, and just go right on your way. You could. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I will continue going back to Mr. Fort Knox at 4K. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. I mean, he's just a he's healthy against, yeah. yeah well, like last he, week, they were just kicking the snot out of the Jets, and he's coming off an injury. They're like, Yeah, dude, just sit down. So that's not gonna be the yeah. case this week, but he, he's an actual part of the offense, right? Which is like 100%. What there's like eight tight ends in the NFL you could actually say that about, you know, yeah. he just happens to be one of them, so um. I mean, tight end yeah. is pretty, pretty fucking thin this week. Well, if you, if you yeah. get something to one else, I mean, the other two I mean, guys that I like. The Dan only other ones that, like, if you want to get weird in a stack, um, I don't know if I can play this guy by himself, but Tyler Conklin at 3,900, I don't – I already talked about playing well, Uzama. I just feel Bengals like every stacks. time Conklin has the week like he had last week, in five weeks from now we'll talk about Conklin again. Yeah. You know, uh, it's like I every mean, every five or six weeks he just has this monster game, and then the other weeks he's not a part of the game plan at all. I think there's some okay. other guys that are playable. I mean, like, I think you could play Cole Kmet. I mean, he's seen six, eight targets the last couple weeks. Like, again, he's part of the offense. They obviously don't throw to Allen Robinson and use him. So, Beals has to throw to somebody. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely like – I definitely like Komet. I think if you're going to play somebody down here, I don't know if I can get to anybody else below Komet. 
Unless you guys have some sort yeah, of Yeah, I'll make one just tiny argument for Austin Hooper, and it's not because I like Austin Hooper, but it's the situation <laughs> where yeah. Hooper drives the boat. <laughs> so Chubb is going to get a lot of the carries. You know, Hooper's their goal line guy. They have no receivers. And Baker can't really throw the ball downfield right now. And they don't want him hanging in the pocket. Tight end yeah. is his best friend. Hooper's their, their number one guy. Najoku gets one catch a game. So I'm not worried about him stealing anything. What's Hooper's price? Where is he? 3,200. And it's the Lions, right? This is a week where Hooper sense. can easily get like two goal line touchdowns and just explode. And people, where the hell has this guy been? So, I mean, dude, if he gets you like seven points, you're you're happy. No, totally. So Austin, no, Hooper, but I mean, Joey, Joey's got a target. point. Like he could <laughs> he can easily have you know four catches for twenty five yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, definitely. You know, There's just and, no one else to throw to, and the Lions aren't good. And Hooper will play the whole game. They're not just going like, to come out. And yeah, and it's, yeah. No, and it sounds like Goff is not even going to be playing. <laughs> oh week, lord. So. Oh my God! So who's starting for the Lions? Who's their backup? Uh, I forget what his name was. Um, David Blau. No, there's it's somebody else that I read that was going to uh, start. Stephen Montez. Yes, that's it. Oh, from Colorado. The guy from Colorado. Yeah, yeah. dude, he's a stud of Colorado. Dude, I'm not he's saying he's four, good in the NFL, but he's four K. I'm, 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 I'm chalking him up. Let's what are you talking about? This guy, he's not even on the DraftKings. Yeah, he is. I just saw him. Montez is on there. He's not cool. under the Detroit depth chart. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, you got to just click on the team when you're just going. Yeah, you just have to go to QB. All right, wrapping it up. Defense. What? Uh, give one good one, and then <laughs> I guess sub three k that you're going to. Jimmy, go and leave it off, man. Give me the trash. I mean, the the one that everyone's going to play is the Browns. Right, like Browns are going to be what, well, like thirty percent owned, dude. Well, now if Steven Montez play. is playing, yeah. um, I think I think I could play either the Panthers against the Potatoes or the Potatoes against the Panthers. Um, yeah. I think both of those teams make a shitload of mistakes. Um, I think either one of those would be fine. Um, I think you could. I think the Jets would be in play against Miami. Um, I know that you know. Tua just turns the ball over all the time. Uh, Gaskins has a propensity to fumble a fair amount. Um, so I think probably my two favorite ones would be Carolina. And then if I'm going to go really dumpster diving the Jets. All right. I like the Panthers call. My other call is the Saints this week against Philly. Not bad. And Philly get out of the dome outdoor game where the Saints defense is really solid. Yeah, they and play well. their entire team is relying on their defense with a very pedestrian <sighs> Eagles so team, bad. right? Like, yeah, Hurts isn't, like, turning the ball over. It's not this, like, horrific offense that's going out there, but I can also see just nothing happening for them. Yeah, they're not good. And only scoring, like, nine points, kicking three yeah. field goals and that being their whole game. So I really like the Saints at 2,900. There's a reason we didn't talk about one player from the Eagles um, in this episode. <laughs> So that's always a good sign for me. When not one player from a team comes up, I'm going to go play the defense. That's, yeah. that's a fair point, Joe. That's a very that's fair a point. Very, very fair point. Did you give a dumpster? No, my other one was the Panthers. I really like the Panthers and the yeah. Saints. I'm probably going to stay more in the mid-range this week for that. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I will say for me, the Bills are just way too cheap. At 3,200 playing a Carson Wentz offense, like 
That's got yeah. at least one pick six written all over yeah, it. Yeah, Wentz is going to try to throw the ball left-handed or maybe punt the ball to one of his receivers so at one point because he thinks he's a goddamn superhero. And it's like, my man, you're, you're every game dude. from North, North Dakota. What is he doing? Okay, every game. Just stand in the pocket and did, throw the ball. Did dude. you see the one where he started like raw at left? He was getting sacked and he like was going to like, flicked it, but it was not just like a like a three yard flick. He tried to flick it like sixteen yards. He's and done it, this like, like three, and, like, three, three guys almost picked it, and it was just like oh, he's done this like three weeks in a row. He's like getting his helmet ripped off, and he's like still trying to throw it. It's like, dude, yeah, just I, eat it. That's just, probably <laughs> a good call. I I I usually just skim over the more expensive. Um, but the bills at 3200 that is way too cheap they're not yeah, yeah they're not. i can see it after the uh, colts being featured on hbo's in-season hard knocks and them just getting slaughtered in yeah. the first week back from it. <laughs> and then I the, the right, dumps, dumpster call of the week i'm going way down and i will not be afraid to play the vikings this week versus the packers i think without aaron jones you guys talked about it, aj Dillon. if he flops um the vikings I, are Averaging seven, ten points a, game, a week, they put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Mm. They get interceptions. Like Vikings defense will cause turnovers. I'm not saying they're not going to give up points, but dude, the Packers offense is not exactly putting up 50 points a game either. I know? would rather if I'm going to go down that far, I would rather play the Lions versus fucking hurt Baker Mayfield. That's probably fair. I mean, dude, to be totally honest with you, like no Derrick Henry, like. Fucking Houston put up 15 points last week. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, they just, I don't <laughs> I mean, know. Whatever. They just, they're just really, really not a good football team. I but. think you have better odds to score positive points than negative. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, I hear probably. you. But yeah, I think you can't. I mean, if you really need it, you know, probably everybody outside of the Chiefs down here mm-hmm. and the Jets, uh, maybe not the Jets, to his point, but. You know, yeah, that's it. All right, right. it is hot take time. Call time. All right. I already said it once earlier today in the in the uh, episode, but my bold take is Adrian Peterson gets two touchdowns this week. Wow, that's a good one. Two. That's a good one. I just want everyone to know that my Agnew call hit, and he did score his touchdown last week. Two so. for ADAP hey, all day. Gabe Davis hit last week. The week before that, Brandon Ayuk. I said he would get seventeen or more. He got like fifteen point something. So <laughs> nope, you lost. <laughs> well, <laughs> no price for you. What was my bold call the week last week? All right, probably so pick like Devontae Adams for a touchdown. It was like super bold. Oh yeah, I did call <laughs> Rogers like with this Aaron Rodgers Vax card, and that didn't pan out. But no. <laughs> All right, what did you just say? What was yours, Jim? Uh, my bold take is that the stack of Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey are going to outscore all other stacks this week. All other stacks. All other two-player stacks, those two players are going to outscore all of those other stacks. Holy moly. All right. I can get you that. Vinny, you actually going to do something bold this week? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm telling you right now, someone's winning a major GPP with the Dolphins. And it's going to be Tua, it's going to be Waddle, and it's going to be Gusecki. Okay. I, I, I just think the Jets are so bad. It's happening. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go Flacco, but you know that would have been bold. He's not that bold. He's not that bold. 
I mean, now, like, Flacco's kind of dust in the wind. I might be looking to Steven Montez here in a second. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, how, much money, how much money do you want to burn this week? 4K. But, yeah, I think Miami puts it to him, man. This is, this is the week. All right. I just want to mention that Josh Rosen got one pass attempt tonight, and he threw a pick six. Yeah, it was awesome. And then the next guy came in and, <laughs> and got one pick. pass attempt and threw a pick. <laughs> Holy shit. So we got that going for us on the Falcons. The, the right, backup guys. quarterbacks just shaving points for the Falcons. Yep. Make sure you uh, go to our website. Vinny updated it today to make it real nice and streamlined to YouTube. So uh, DFSRedZone.com. Follow us Check on Twitter, out. JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine29, and DFS Joey Levine. Check out our content, share our content, smash the like button, and let's win some money like we do every other week. Good luck, guys.